Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fantasy Dating Radio. I am your host, Suzanne Casamento. I am the creator of Fantasy Dating and the author of the book, Dare to Date. And I am so excited to introduce my wonderful, amazing, fabulous co-host. <laughs> he is an actor, writer, voiceover extraordinaire, and most importantly, my favorite black man, Rob Deluzma. Hi, Rob. Hello, Suze. And hello, World Wide Web. Hope you all had a great week. Um, welcome back. If, 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 and if you're new to listening to the show, welcome, welcome. We both welcome you. Yes. Uh, I'd like to give a quick little shout-out to my boy, Daniel Pearson, a.k.a. the Mighty Dan P. Uh, of Towel of Sound, who gave us this great theme music. That's Towel of Sound, T-A-O of S-O-U-N-D. You guys out there, if you want to listen to some real cool, soulful, progressive music, check them out. They're really good to hear. Yes, absolutely. And uh, tonight we are also live tweeting. Yes, so we are. Follow us at Fantasy Daters and uh, comment, get into the conversation. Uh, we're really excited tonight because we have a special guest joining us. Uh, we, we talked a lot about uh, sort of looking outside the box for ways to uh, to date and find love and, and just really kind of taking another look at what tools can help us mm-hmm. uh, with dating. And so tonight we have an astrologer with us. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo! Mm-hmm. Yes, Mimi Trung will be joining us. Mimi! <laughs> from, uh, <laughs> from Blueprint Astrology. And uh, we're really excited to talk about how, how the planets impact our love lives. So it's really going to be awesome. And um, right now, we happen to have a caller. Oh, look at that. Hey, now. Oh, someone is extremely um, punctual. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm What's excited about your program tonight. I love that it's about horoscopes. Yeah. That's fantastic. Oh my God! I just realized who you are. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Audience, this is my friend Christine. Christine. Hi. <laughs> from the East Coast. Thank you so much for calling in. Um, she. What's going on? <laughs> uh, well, I just wanted to say how excited I am about tonight's um, program and just fantasy dating in general. It's, it's such. A wonderful thing. I use it all the time in every aspect of my life, actually. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, um, Christine is uh, is definitely a uh, a great legendary fantasy dater. She has met <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she has met people 
in um, odd places. She actually um, wrote in to tell us that she had met someone at a gas station. I did. That was a very funny moment um, that I got asked out on a date at a, a gas station across the pump. That was really fun. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes you just have to say hi, and you never know what's going to come from that hi. That's awesome. Regular unleaded, yeah. your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, don't so, you do it all the time? Of course I do. <laughs> Come on. I do. But <laughs> um so since since you are um since you are so good at fantasy dating, can you give us some tips or give you know the other players some tips? Like how do how do you think that people can maximize their games? Well, I do think just smiling a lot um, really helps and looking at people in the eye and and having that actual contact rather than um, always looking at your phone. That's a huge thing, I think. Totally true. I absolutely agree with you. I think nobody looks at anybody anymore. And, and yeah, I mean, it's little things, just being yeah, friendly when you and directly look at somebody. Yeah, when you directly look at somebody in the eye and you – smile it means a lot it does it really does i mean like more than it did 20 years ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> it does it really does i was at the uh i was at the airport yesterday and i took a moment just to look up and look around at the people waiting at the baggage claim and i'm trying to tell you two-thirds it was crowded to two-thirds of the people were on their phones really it was crazy mm-hmm. so nobody's looking at anybody nobody's looking at anybody yeah yeah right and it's it's you know it's so simple it's so simple that a key to dating could actually be that simple like it's i mean it's crazy yeah. amazing yeah. that's awesome it is. do you have any other funny stories to tell us <laughs> any other funny stories well i know um, you do <laughs> i do um let me see what should i tell you i guess <laughs> i decided that maybe i should go out with a my doctor. I thought that would be very entertaining. So each week I went for a doctor's appointment with a different child. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So hold on. So <laughs> hold on. So you. So so you're. <laughs> so you, did you say you brought another kid to the doctor's appointment to the doctor? Yeah. Each week I would bring a different child. Oh, so it was your pediatrician. So basically you thought he was hot? It was the pediatrician, yeah. Well, Uh-oh. yes, and he kind of threw in there the first when I brought the first child that he was divorced. It was his ex-wife, and he told me I had a beautiful smile. He, um, so he kind of, you know, was flirting. So I said, why not? I'll bring the next child next week. And then the third week I brought the next child, and then... The fourth week, I'll have my own visit. Oh, my God. This is fantastic. This could go, like, down in the Fantasy Dating Hall of Fame. Wait a minute. What's this kid going? Like, I don't even know this lady. She just brought me over here, man. I'm very persistent. I think it's one of my best qualities. (laughs) Yes. Persistence is key. It's totally true. Wait, wait. So, So what happened? I haven't gone for mine yet. Oh, so that so then you made an appointment for yourself? <laughs> I made an appointment for myself. Yep. Oh my I made God. it for the week 
the the week after, and then um, it wound up that Ella got sick, so I had to cancel that um, appointment. But so I have it in two weeks. Oh my god, that's hilarious! I so love that. I'll <laughs> let you know how it goes. That's a movie right there. That is. It's you awesome. You are putting down the PlayStation, and you're going to the doctor with me right now. <laughs> but, Mom. No. Yeah. Very... <laughs> oh, my God. But, Mom. That's hysterical. Um, that's hysterical. Something that just stands out to me is that you actually you got the hint when, when, he, when he mentioned that he was divorced. You know, like he said, oh, you have a great smile. And then in the same conversation, he mentions his ex-wife. Like, cheers to you for picking up on hints. I think that's another thing that people really fail to do. Mm. <laughs> you know, like... like he, in- lobbed, oh, he lobbed that over the plate, baby. Yeah. And, in, and yeah. Instead, of think- <laughs> instead of thinking like, oh, he wasn't flirting with me or, oh, he was just being nice. You were like, oh, no, that was flirting. Oh, and I'm going to pick up on this. Oh, no. Yeah. I like it. I, I, but I, I think that's part of the game, you know, like being confident enough to, to understand when someone's flirting and actually pick up on the cues, right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, But I also think that, you know, you have to draw the boundaries when um, you don't want it to be happening. Oh, of course. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you got it. So, yeah. you know, once you're, you're playing the game to, to make sure that you do that, too. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Got to have boundaries, people. If you're not into somebody, walk away. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and don't do that thing where you're just, like, nice to someone because you think you're going to let them down easy because it's never easy. Just <laughs> right. Make it very clear. Yeah. Make it yeah. very clear. I agree. That's a good tip. And how do ladies more do fun it? that way. And how do ladies do it? Well, my boyfriend... Uh, you know, the loud boyfriend is always the, a lot of, the well, bike boyfriend in a sentence. A lot of times, yeah. I mean, we, we will say we have a boyfriend if it's like, you know, a weird thing and we just want to get away. I just read a I just read an article actually recently. No, um, I actually just read an article about how that by saying that we have a boyfriend actually takes away our power. But I can't remember what the theme of it. I can't remember exactly. For real? Yeah, for real. There was a woman saying that, you know, that instead of instead of using the excuse of we have a boyfriend, you should actually say why you don't want to date that person. But I think that's easier said than done. Damn. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. It's a little, yeah. Well, I think, I think the first time is really hard. And then once you say it, I have to say it a couple more times, it gets easier. Like, I, I find that the best. The, this is what I have said in the past: is I I don't I'm not invested in this or like this is not feeling right for me. But usually, I would say I'm not totally invested in this or like this is not. Um, I um, what did I say? The I think I said um, we just want different things, and it's so much easier if you just are open than blaming it on somebody else yeah yeah well and even just Hmm. as simple as we want different things that pretty much can cover any situation so it's not a lie you know right exactly (laughs) and and i love the whole i'm not fully invested in this or or this isn't something that i feel like i can invest in or something like that right exactly i think that makes sense you should see Rob's face. Rob is looking at me and cracking up. He's like giggling like I'm a, like I'm a crazy person right now. I just love Why? That 
I'm not invested in this. Oh, okay, just pass me my jeans over there, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I will be leaving now. Thank you. You shouldn't say it when you're naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny to me, though. So, well, I never. <laughs> or I can't give you, or I, I don't know. <laughs> No, I, 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 I do. I think you have to say really what you're feeling rather than blaming it on, oh, I have a boyfriend or something like that. Oh, I agree. I, absolutely. Yeah, I do. All right. But then what about in the short term if it's like if you're at a bar? Okay, so say you are at a bar and someone approaches you who you have like zero interest in. Then do you feel that it's okay to use the I have a boyfriend excuse or do you just say, you know, I really have no interest Look, in man, your game is weak. I need to move on. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I just move on. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This is fantastic. I so love this. Oh, my God, we could do an Ask Christine session. Oh, um, man. <laughs> If there are any fellas listening out here, this is hysterical. This, is. this is yeah. Very good. What else? Do you I'm have? very sweet. I'm really. I'm never not, never mean. No, I know. Oh no. No, I'm, no, I'm no, sure no, you're no, not. no, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm just, I'm just being a clown. This is me, but I just think it's it's awesome. Like <laughs> he's definitely being a clown. And then, then he wonders why people don't want to, you know, <laughs> why women want to move on. <laughs> oh God. Gotta make jokes. Yes, he makes jokes. That's awesome. So, um, any so, do you have any other tips or thoughts about fantasy dating? No, just to get out there and play every day. Yeah, I think you're right. It's awesome advice. Yeah, I yeah. do. I do. I think wherever you never know wherever you go. It's true. Yeah, I mean it's true because you've all right. So the gas station, obviously, when you're out with you know friends or whatever, if you're at a bar, obviously mm-hmm. that's easy. Um, mm-hmm. but. but but really, anywhere you go, it's crazy. That's a, yeah, that's a I actually think sometimes the the bar is a less likelier place. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, if you're with if you're only with one person, maybe it's it's different, but if you're with a group of girls, sometimes I think that is harder. Oh yeah. Well, that's absolutely harder. Uh, yeah, Do you I'd think so? Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, from a guy's perspective, don't you think that approaching a group of women is a lot scarier than just approaching one or two? I don't know about scarier, but definitely it's like, you know, if you have one uh, person in the group in mind to want to talk to, um, it's basically, you know, you feel like you have to go through the posse, wade through the posse to get to that girl to stay. Yeah. You know, for a while and try to see what's up and yeah, you know. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, and if you're, we, you know, we not did th- use your um, we did use your fantasy dating um thing the other night though with the picture. That was really fun. Oh, you did. You Asking, did the dare. Did you did yes. the one take a picture. Yeah, we did the dare. We asked somebody to take a picture. He was he was cute. He and it really did. It it started a conversation. So. That's um, awesome. I, I think sometimes we were at we were a, birth, a group of girls for a birthday party, so it was a kid. It was really cute to do, actually. That's awesome. Was the birthday party at a bar? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 I love that. Right. Thank you for doing the dare. See, the dare worked. Woo! The dare was to ask someone to take a picture of you and a friend, as use it as an icebreaker, and obviously it worked for Christine and her friends. So. um 
So, so everybody, keep doing that. <laughs> Use it. Yeah. It works. Keep doing the dares, yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep doing the dares. All right. Well, we're going to have to find out what the dare is for this week because we don't know yet. We usually make them up during the show. But um, right now, our uh, our guest, Mimi, the astrologer, is here. So, unfortunately, Christine, we're going to have to say goodbye to you. Okay. Well, it was nice chatting with both of you. Thank you. Thank you I'll so much for calling soon. in. And please, hey, call us anytime. We want to hear from you. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Have a good night. Thank you, and thank you for fantasy dating. Christine. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, Mimi. Are you there? Hi, Suzanne. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm very excited to have you on the show. Thank you. I am, too. Hi, Rob. Mimi. Uh, he makes crazy voices <laughs> when he says people's names, so just, yeah, get used to this. All right. I'll, I'll live with that. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a little wacky. What can we say? But, you know, but we love that about him. Exactly. So, <laughs> how are things going for you tonight? Everything is great. I'm excited to get this started. All right. Well, then, hey, let's not let's not hesitate anymore. Um, audience, <laughs> please welcome Mimi Trung. She is an astrologer, and uh, for and her company name is uh, Blueprint Astrology. We will give you the website and all the details at the end of the show, so you can find out how to follow Mimi. But meanwhile, Mimi, maybe you can tell us a little bit about um, how you how you got interested in astrology and how you became an astrologer. What was your what was your journey to this crazy job? <laughs> yes, definitely not something that you grew up as a child thinking that that's what you're going to do. And I was definitely not a quote-unquote a normal child per se. I mean, I discovered astrology when I was nine years old, and my dad brought me to a library. They were having a sale, and he's like, yeah, pick a book, and we'll just bring it home. Well, instead of going into, you know, cartoons and, like, fun children's books, I gravitated towards astronomy books and astrology books, and that is where it got started. Um, So at nine, I was like, hmm, this is really interesting. So I kept reading, kept reading, and it turned into, like, a hobby. Um, And it just happened to be one constant in my life. Every time I went through moments of crisis, I always turned back to astrology to help myself understand who I am and to kind of get me through the hard times. And then, you know, I followed very traditional route, went to college, went to grad school, went to work in, you know, in corporate America. I mean, I I met great people, had tons of fun, but it was still not fulfilling. And I guess one day I just had to, I guess another crossroad in my life um, decided, okay, what exactly do I really, really love to do and I can do day in and day out and it wouldn't feel like a job. So astrology was really the one thing that I I can talk about forever. <laughs> you know, I know it's a one-hour show, but I'll try to, you know, get everything in. But that's that's how I, you know, me becoming an astrologer came to be. Is And I've always told everybody around me, you just have to find the work that you're passionate about, and then it wouldn't even feel like work. So I figured I should just take on my own, um, you know, follow my own um, advice. <laughs> so I did. That's awesome. And, yeah. Never turned Very back. cool. Wow. Very cool. Um, so Mimi. Yes. 
So I have a question for you. So like um when you start dating somebody uh the first time, mm-hmm. like um I'm really I, I don't obviously I'm not as huge astrology person as you are, but I do pay attention to that stuff. I think it's fun sure. and I really do honestly think that there are uh traits that everybody has that are matched with their signs, you know what I mean? And uh sure. I I just want to know like how like how do you know um when somebody's compatible with you with their signs? Like you know, like how like you know, how like how efficient is it to look at the signs um at your yeah. signs when you're dating somebody? Sure. So, you know, I think for most people we generally for those who do follow horoscope um, and do read their daily horoscope or just kind of sometimes tune into what exactly, you know, what is your sign, right? So all 12 signs are generally connected to all 12 months of the year, and they're kind of broken down into, like, elements. So people who are familiar with astrology would say, like, there's certain signs that are connected that are earth signs. And then you have the fire signs, and then you have the water sign, and then you have the air sign. So there's, you know, these energies that are somewhat what we call, quote, unquote, compatible, right? So, for example, the earth signs, there's three. There's three in each category, right? So that's kind of like a fundamental, easy, quick way to kind of look at compatibility. So earth signs tend to mesh well with, um, with water signs. So when they blend together, it's kind of you create mud, right? So <laughs> they kind of play off of each other, like the water kind of moistens the, the earth, and then earth kind of gives water a little bit more structure, right? So you have the earth signs that are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And then the water sign you have, um, it starts with Cancer, then you have Scorpio, and then you have Pisces. So generally speaking, those six signs, they, you know, it could be just earth and earth, earth and water, right, and water and water. They generally tend to kind of flow. It's a flowing energy. They get along. There's not too much friction. It's kind of easygoing relationship. Then you have the other two uh, elements. You have the air, which are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And then you have the fire sign, Aries, Sagittarius, and then, um, and what's the one? Oh, Leo. I miss Leo. Yes. So those, because the air and the fire, you need air, right, to make fire more powerful. And then air cannot exist, fire cannot exist without air. So they kind of, there's like a, a energy, synergy between them. So they get along with each other again. And so a lot of times people say, oh, my gosh, but if I'm water and you're fire, then the water would extinguish the fire, right? And um, fire can evaporate water. Well, so then that creates a little bit of tension. But for me, it's true, but at the same time, a little bit of tension kind of creates interest. And so Ah. I, I don't. I don't want to discourage people to think that if you go on a date and you suddenly get into the conversation of, oh, what's your sign, and that person's sign happens to be supposedly, quote-unquote, not compatible, then I don't want to discourage people to think, oh, my gosh, I have to end this conversation, the date is over, and let me go on and move on to the next person. Because it, it, 
it, but it creates a different type of energy. So people need to understand and appreciate, like, the differences, right? And well, then sometimes really... tension creates interest and excitement. Yeah. Well, well, what's what's really interesting is like, you know, so I, I'm a Taurus and and Rob is mm-hmm. a Sagittarius, and we've been like, you know, BFFs for 25 years or something, right? So yeah. I went online to see, you know, well, are Rob and I compatible? And you know, and it said, it's you know, and what I came up with was that, you know, we we had. We we were, we were not compatible overall. Impossible. We wouldn't be sexual <laughs> sexually compatible. Totally impossible. And we'd have very poor <laughs> communication. Now you know, considering that we communicate with the World Wide Web totally, every week, totally impossible. You know, I think that we communicate pretty well. So I sort of looked at Absolutely. that and I was like, what? So I yeah. guess that means that there are other factors, like you were just saying, that mm-hmm. that that come into play, right? Right. Totally. So. We, if you think about um, astrology, it's a very symbolic. Um, you can call it a science. You can create a, call it an art. Um, there's, you have twelve signs. Each sign is also connected to planets. And then okay. we know that there's in the universe there's all these planets in the galaxy, and each of these planets are actually also um, have a meaning, right? There's there's um, an energy about those planets. And then each planet, at the time you were born, are positioned in a sign, one of those 12 signs. So these planets are kind of like, if you think about your, your whole personality, like layers of an onion, right? So each planet is one layer. So you have to understand that perhaps you might be a, your sun sign, meaning that the sun was in Taurus, at the time you were born, you okay. have all the other planets that were in different signs at the time you were born. So we have to consider all these different layers of your personality. So, for example, okay. um, you know, like the other planets that are actually very meaningful to look at, especially when you wanted to look at compatibility, is to look at what we call the personal signs. Personal means that they are closer to the sun. And they have a closer connection, and they're more apparent in your personality. So Mercury rules the way that you think, the way that you communicate, right? So in in how you relate to other people, you wanted to consider, okay, well, you and Rob might be different sun signs, but how is your compatibility between your Mercury signs? And then... Ah for how you show affection and how you show, you know, love is looking at Venus. Venus is the planet of love. You want to also, if you want to see if there's, you know, some sexual tension, then you would like to be looking at the Mars. Mars is the, it's kind of the counterpart of Venus. Where is Mars? Mars is Where like... in the world is Mars, Rob? <laughs> I'm your Venus. I'm, I'm your fire, fire. Your desire. <laughs> oh my God, what's wrong with us? All right. So wait. So okay. So this is this is fascinating. Now, what I so everyone, audience, before we um before uh we started the show, we gave Mimi Rob's. Uh, his birth date, the the time of date, oh. the city he was born, all the details, so oh that she, so that she could break down Rob's 
um, basically love chart and why he loves the way he does. And worldwide, put on front right now. I know, I know. Mimi, will you spill the tea? (laughs) Would you find out? Well, it's interesting because after looking at his chart, I'm actually very, I guess, honored that he's willing to put out his chart and for us to discuss so openly because he's such a, he's a very private person. So, um, so I will tread very carefully, let's say, but I will address, you know, and answer whatever questions you want me to, you know, answer with respect to, you know, your chart, Rob. So I won't hold back if you know, given the permission to elaborate. This is fascinating. This so, is fa- I mean, it's fascinating because obviously Rob's on the radio right now, you know, yes. but, but, but he is a very private person. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 I mean, it's interesting that you would pick up on that not knowing him at all. So that alone right. is fascinating. Yeah. I'm not guarded yeah. though. World Wide Web. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, Let, no. Let's put the brakes on it. Yeah. I'm not a guarded person. If you ask me a sure. question, I'm pretty open. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, sure. but, yes. oh, No, mm-hmm. but this is all you're ever going to hear about Rob's love life, period. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So everybody, why don't you just download the episode so you can save it on your hard drive forever? Because this is all you're ever going to hear about Rob's love life. Take that from a 25-year-old or 25-year veteran of Rob. I don't, I, don't, I don't kiss and tell World Wide Web. No, That's he doesn't. All. He doesn't. <laughs> Which is really nice, though, because then, you know, if you do, Kiss Rob, it's in the vault. Yeah, yeah. So. My, <laughs> our, yes. A mutual friend of ours called the vault. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so before I dive into the details, let me just give you one word that I feel actually summarizes Rob as the lover and the partner, right? And I would say if you think about Romeo and Juliet, Rob is the Romeo. If I were to just package that in one word, I would say Rob is Romeo. So, World Wide Web. Did, I, I, could blow did I get your attention, Rob? Oh, my God. And all I'm, the ladies I'm, out there. I know. I'm trying to hold back from, like, making crazy sound effects. I'm like, what? Okay. Oh, my God. Yes, I would say Romeo. Okay. Elaborate, right? please. Why do you peg so, him as a Romeo? Okay, so let me explain. So first Please. of all, I always, uh-huh, I always start with obviously the sun sign because the sun sign is the sign you're born into, and that's a sign that you are in this life learning to grow into as into an adulthood is really to develop that characteristic of, um, of for you a Sagittarius. So a Sagittarius think Brad Pitt, right? But not in the bad way. A lot of people think, oh my gosh, he's he's the adventurous type. He's the he's the, the traveler, the philosopher, the one that never wants to commit. But in fact, once you find the right person, then you're not afraid to commit. Right? So you're actually the the truth seeker, you're actually highly you have a high mind. So when you look for love you actually are able to see the big picture in the relationship. Like, what is this person, uh, you know, here for? What are we doing in this relationship? And you're, you're actually breaking it down and seeing the big picture. So that's one part about you. Then that's I look also into, right, so that's your, your core, core energy. 
And then obviously we have to look at the moon, which is something that I, which is a planet I didn't really talk about earlier. And obviously the sun and the moon, they're technically not planets, but for astrology purposes, we consider them as planets, they're luminaries. So the moon is also very important because they play, they describe how you feel. So how do you feel, how do you express your feelings in the relationship? So Rob has his moon in Leo, another fire sign. So there's a lot of passion. Clearly, as a person, just your sun sign, another fire sign, and the way that you express your feelings, you're definitely not shy. If you, that's, you know, passion is really the key word here. Um, confidence, Leo, think about the Lion King, right? They strut very confidently yeah. in the jungle. They feel like they are, you know, in position of power and there's pride and, and there's tons of creativity. There can be sometimes dramatic, so I don't know if sometimes you tend to, you know, dramatize some things, but it's just because it's fun, right? But also right. Leos, people, um, people who are Leos, they're also very ardent lovers, hence Romeo, right? Um, and, and Leos are very generous people. So they, they are not afraid to, to to be generous when they feel like, oh, this is this is a person that I want to commit myself to, and so you know you're Aww. you're you're not trying to, you know, pretend that if if that's how you feel, that's how you're going to express yourself. Leo people don't don't typically hold back. Okay. So so there you go. So that's two, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the planet of love, Venus. You have Venus in Scorpio. And you have Mars, the planet of, like, sexual drive in Scorpio as well. So double Scorpio right there. So Scorpio are very passionate people in a different way than Leo are passionate people because fire signs are passionate, like, fiery, like, almost impulsive and just instinctual. But um, Scorpio passion is really deep. It's like think about when you're swimming down in the water deep in the abyss, and it's really deep. It's very emotional, but emotional in the sense that depthness is really important to you. Like you don't like, I mean, dating to date to in search of that mate is, it's that's what's compelling to you, right? You once you realize if this is not the right partner for you, you're not going to hang on to it longer than it needs to because you're very in tune with the emotion, the the connection with that person. So deep emotional connection is very important in the way that you express yourself, and you can also express in a very intense and deep way. And everything is is serious. It's very – there's – magnetic and also the way that, you know, your, your presence because of Mars. Mars is very masculine. Venus is very feminine. And then you have both of those planets in a very, you know, intense sign. So that's why, again, that totally resonate with me with Romeo. Romeo was truly a true, once he was in love with Juliet, there's nothing that would stop him. And that's exactly wow. what a Venus and a Mars in Scorpio would do. 
Wow. Mimi, you yeah. should feel the heat emanating <laughs> off his body right now. I mean, like, like this man is so full of passion. I'm, I, I got to move away. I got to, I mean, I'm like, don't I mean, worry yourself. Mimi, she's been looking at me with almost every word that you've been hitting with. She does every, like, two seconds. She's like, oh, my God. And you have to know, Suze, to know. The look in her eyes is like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. You're you're really you're you're hitting the nail on the head here. So this That's is this funny. is really it's pretty it's pretty this is fascinating. It really is. Yes. Yeah. So, so was that too much? Was that too much passion right there? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. We're good. We're good. Bring the passion. I'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Awesome. Yeah, so that's kind of like, so that is in in terms of as a partner and the way that you share part of yourself, it's a very sacred thing. Like you don't take relationships um, trivially. So so that's that's what I I would say about Rob. How does that resonate with you so far? Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's funny. We were... I was just telling Sue was kind of something about that before the show started, and we were just we were chopping it up a little bit. And um, oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm I um, so I have like a few friends of mine from college that used to call me, you know, Star Trek. If you're into that, well, so so they used to call me a Klingon, mm-hmm. and um, the the joke was was that I'm super super loyal, which is mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I not not like that bothers me or anything, but I'm very I'm, I'm pretty loyal to a fault, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's very he's he's he he is he's very loyal. He's very generous. He's very uh kind but 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 passionate in all areas of life. You know, it's not just yep. about you know, yes. it, it's about Absolutely. it's about uh yeah, you know, and, and and when you said truth seeker earlier, I thought that was very interesting too because um you know, Rob is always looking uh for ways to grow and and how mm-hmm. to how to be the best that that he can be, and that's part of what he's really passionate about. So, it's it is really interesting that um you're you're really tapping into um you're you, you got it you're yeah, tapping into yeah, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and then also you know Mars and, and Venus in Scorpio, there it's Scorpio is the uh, the sign of transformation, right? So they're always looking to reinvent themselves, like leave part of their old self and it's it's the sign of purging purging letting go of old stuff that doesn't work and then replace it with new things that do work so that's a constant process that scorpio does and you know that's a very core part of who you are yeah Yeah. absolutely like that that yeah yeah that may be the the, that is me one of the most accurate things that you've said yeah definitely definitely Keep going. This is fascinating. Susan <laughs> is having a really good time with this. Trust me. I am. I am. I think our listeners are too. <laughs> and also, in terms of in the in the um, uh, communication department, because obviously, when you you date, you're in a in a relationship. Communication is a big part of it. So, Rob's um, sign of communication, Mercury, planet of communication, is in. Capricorn, which is, you know, Capricorn is a sign of that goat up in the mountains, very serious. It's almost solitary, but, um, you, you know, it's, it's someone who is ambitious um, and also typically very conservative, 
But there's also other things in your chart that indicates to me that although you're a very structured um, thinker, you're also a very free thinker. So you don't like the limitations of just because the society dictates that things should be a certain way that you just kind of go along with it. So with respect to relationship, you are very, you know, you open yourself up to the possibilities of, you know, different types of relationships. And so in the way to, you know, talk to you, I think you're obviously very stimulated by in intellectual conversation with people for you that, that they get you mentally and intellectually and that you get them and that you feel that you can have a very open conversation with them. Because if you feel like the other people are very narrow-minded, then that automatically like, turns you off. Oh, my God. Ding, 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 ding. If I had a little bell, I could ring. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, he, if someone's narrow-minded, he, and, he, and he, doesn't, he doesn't do anything. Like, he doesn't, you know, he won't say, you know, you're right. a narrow-minded dickhead. Yeah, he'll dickhead. be rude. He, oh, no, no, yeah. no. He just, he just shrugs. And it, it, it's yeah. a shrug. It's the slightest shrug. And then, it, and then he just, extra, you know, extracts himself from the situation, and that's it. And then it's over. He, it's um, yeah, I, yeah no, zero tolerance for narrow wow. people. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> World Wide Web. Know. This is pretty freaky. I have two women pretty much telling me about myself. Pretty, <laughs> just in case you didn't know who you it's are. Pretty, yeah, crazy you're totally being judged right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very interesting. Hmm. Um, so, so yeah. how can we relate? Um, how can we relate all of this stuff to the to the people in the audience? So, you know, you've mentioned Venus, uh, the Moon, Mercury, Mars, the Sun, my yep. life. Mm-hmm. Yes, his <laughs> life. <laughs> so, 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 if someone wanted to find out these things about themselves. Are those the, those are the things that they would need to chart, like where the sun it was and the Venus and the moon and Mercury and Mars when they were born? Is that how it works? Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely one step closer than just looking at you know your sun sign compatibility. But okay. there's so much more to it. Like, I think, I mean, of course, you you can browse the internet. There's a lot of information out there, but you know, I think the best way is to actually have a reading done just like the way that I just did for Rob and I break it down and and so it makes more sense that way right and it's very personalized if you think about yeah. it there's so many different types of combination and there's honestly in terms of looking at compatibility I always tell people there's no uh, there's no way that you're going to find someone who's a hundred percent compatible with you it's just impossible but what you're right. looking for is close compatibility where there are certain things that you can, you know, embrace and appreciate about the other person. And then there's other things that in a reading or even just being with that person, it's, there's certain things that you can actually tolerate and that you can, because you, you care about them so much, you feel that connection, then, you know, that's kind of worth it, right, to just work through some of the challenges. And your you yourself is not perfect. And so almost difficult to expect the other person to be perfect. So, you know, I think, and I think the whole concept of, you know, the dating game is, yeah, it is in the numbers. And the more people you meet, the more you kind of start to realize what is important to you. So, and what is not, and what you can like overlook. Yeah. 
And I think yeah. doing an astrology reading only brings that out for you. I agree. And and just so the audience knows, I, I had a uh, reading with, with Mimi a few months ago and uh and it was it was quite amazing. I did learn a lot about myself and uh, and and yeah, I mean I think it's definitely it's definitely a great way to really figure out what um you know, what your life path is and, and, and what mm-hmm. you should be doing and and how to get there. And actually on yeah. that note can we talk a little bit about numerology so that the people who are listening sure. can actually do their numerology like right now? So Absolutely. If you, guys, if, if you guys are listening and you're terrible at math like Rob and I are, um, <laughs> um, pull out a pen and a piece of paper. <laughs> We're going to do this simple, simple exercise, but it's really, really cool. So um, can you explain it? <laughs> yes. So numerology, uh, at least part of it. I mean, it, it's also very vast, but in yeah. the quick and easy way of doing it, it's, you just add all the digits in your birth date. So for example, if your birthday is January 1st, 1970, for example, so you break down all the digits individually. So if you do one for January and the date is one, so one plus one, and then 19. Uh, 70, it's 1 plus 9 plus 7 plus 0. So that should add up to 20. And then 20, you do 2 plus 0 equals 2. So the, the last 2 is your life path, right? So that is what you are here to kind of develop into. And in order for you to achieve the 2, you have to overcome the challenges of the first two, and in this case, the zero. The zero usually it doesn't really mean anything other than it intensifies the, the first two. That's what it does. So it could be if you add up your digits, for example, Suzanne, your adds up to 26. Two plus this is eight. So your life path is eight, and you, in order to achieve the eight, you have to overcome the two and the challenge of the six. Yes. So that's Which how you add, add that up. And for me, that was totally fascinating when Mimi did that in my in my reading. First of all, I would like to announce to the whole wide world that I am an H, as is Oprah. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> well, since we did Rob's chart. <laughs> I guess right, right. But what's so interesting about numerology? All right. Oh, wait. Did you do? Wait. I just want to say so the audience kind of gets what you were just saying about the life path path and how you have to overcome the challenges of the two numbers before it. So I'm an eight, but it's two plus six equals eight. So yes. for me, the the eight really stands for uh, the, li- the life path is abundance and power, which mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with. And um, <laughs> but, but to get there, I have to overcome the two and the six. And the two yes. is balance and cooperation. I have a very difficult yes. time with balance. Um. <laughs> I'd like to think I'm cooperative, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, and uh, and then the sixth is vision and acceptance. And right. um, as I've mentioned on different show on other episodes of this show, you know, I've for the last uh, few months I've been doing all these awesome therapies, which is part of why I actually went to Mimi. Um, and uh, and and one of the things that 
that I've uncovered through all of these. I mean, I went to, I went to a regular therapist. I went to a Chinese uh, herbalist. I went to acupuncture. I went to see Mimi. I went to a Reiki master, two psychics, like all kinds of crazy stuff. I was like no stone unturned, um, which was so awesome. And I highly recommend it if you can do it, <laughs> you know, um, but one of the things that, so for the six, it's vis- vision and acceptance. You know, clearly I have the vision, um, not to sound, but whatever. So, uh, but, but the acceptance, the acceptance was, there was something we kind of uncovered that, um, that in my subconscious, um, uh, the, uh, I, I was having trouble accepting that, uh, that, that all of this, all of the things that were that are meant to happen and the path that I'm I'm supposed to be taking mm-hmm. would actually happen. So it was really fascinating right. for me. It was a huge aha moment for me with Mimi. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So so definitely add up your numbers and check it out. But yeah, what what is it for Rob? Did you do it or should I do it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rob's number adds up to twenty seven, and then two plus seven is nine. So his life path is to live with integrity and wisdom. In order for him to achieve that, he has to overcome the number two, just like you, to create balance and work in cooperation with other people, which is great that you guys come to, came together, so you guys are actually collaborating on this. And then his cousin is too. to, yeah. yeah. And, then he, <laughs> and then he has to also overcome the, the number seven, which is all about developing trust and openness with other people, mm-hmm. which is why I said he's a very private person, even though he's, you know, still, I mean, obviously we all all have a public space that we show up, right? But there's very, a part of him where it's very private and tucked away. Um, so for the trust and openness is really important in relationships to be, you know, open, have open communication and to, to feel, and in order to establish trust with other people is to also trust himself. So it's, you know, it's a process. It's something that we, we develop and learn throughout the, our whole life. And we are given these different challenges in our, our lives to learn the lessons of these, you know, these two challenges. And then so that we can ultimately achieve our, our ultimate life, life path. So, and oftentimes what I, I find out is when I do the numerology and I look at their charts, there's a lot of, it's just validation. It just enhances the, the person's chart and kind of validating a lot of the same energy. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, if you look at the two <laughs> and the seven and the nine and the way it lines up to everything you just said about Rob's chart, but it's totally true, the integrity and the wisdom. Oh, now yeah, he's but, dying because I'm all excited. <laughs> ah, I okay, mean, so. being... Being a, being a Sagittarius, it really is is the wisdom, right? It's the philosopher, the truth seeker, and to live um, with that wisdom. And also, for him, both the sun and his moon are fire signs of both leaders. You know, signs are leaders in positions of leadership. And to live with integrity is for him, he is, you know, he leads by example. So once, you know, when you live your life according to your own um, philosophy, other people see that and they are inspired by it. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. He is laughing at me because I, I, I'm not kidding you, I gave him the bug eyes when you said lead by example. She's been giving me bug eyes since you started this thing. So, 
okay. Ron is probably okay. freaking out and deep down inside. He's not showing it. He's just calm and cool and collected. <laughs> I, th- I think it's amazing. No, I'm, 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 um, I, I, I honestly think this stuff is really, really interesting. I just, I'm, but I, it's like, you know, when you're hearing somebody tell you about yourself, you know, you just sit and you analyze, you're just like, no, you're, you know, she's right. I do do that, you know, or yeah, you know, trust has always been a big thing for me. It's, um, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, it, it's, it's even down to the gut, if that makes yeah. sense, you know, like, like you know, it if is. I, I can meet somebody yeah. for five minutes and I can decide whether, like, I can trust this person or if I can hang out with this person or whatever, you know, so. Yep. And if you can't, you will shrug and walk away. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. You're, I mean, you're so right. You you are, I mean, I think you, it, just listening to you talk really sounds like you've gotten to that place where you you trust your gut. And I think with the challenge of the number seven, it's all about listening to your gut and to get out of your head because, our, like, these voices in our head create a lot of self-doubt and then it creates a lot of distrust or mistrust in other people and, and also in ourselves and the choices that we make, you know? So yeah. you're, you got it. <laughs> yeah. You got uh-huh. it. Awesome. I think that's great. Awesome. You are amazing. You are amazing. <laughs> um, okay. So we're going to have to wrap up in a few minutes, but uh, what I'm wondering is, well, I'm wondering a couple of things. Are there, are there other things that you feel like you should mention, you know, before, um, yeah. I mean, obviously, we want we want to know how to reach you and and how how everyone can contact you to get a reading and all that stuff. Um, but are there are there other like oh, did, did we miss any themes? Did we miss anything important? Well, I mean, I think also like a lot of people wonder if just to get validation, you know, especially if we tend to go on these dates and we kept getting the same type of people and we're wondering like why and we don't understand why are we attracting these types of people well yeah. if you look at your your chart there's the chart is a, a basically a circle it's divided into 12 little pieces of pies and there's one um area we call them houses right so each of the house represent a different areas in your life and the if you look at the seventh house you get to understand the type of partners that you attract so then once you understand, like, what are, why do I keep meeting these guys or meeting these girls? Like, what's going on? So by looking at your seventh house, we can see what type of partners you tend to gravitate around. So, and also planets and, and these zodiac signs, there's always, you know, a, a positive expression of it. And then there's also the negative expression of it, right? So, in, if you understand if there's certain planets or the sign that's actually inside that seventh house, you'll understand, you know, what is this type of character that you constantly attract. And if you understand maybe the positive side, then perhaps you can have a different perspective of the same type of people that you're attracted. You get to see it maybe in a, from a different perspective so that you might not feel so frustrated if you feel like they're, you're not finding the right person, but yet you're always, and then dating the same type of person. And are we? And are Does that we? Make sense? And, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And 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 um, is it a jump to conclude that we attract the certain types of people, um, or, or we attract who we attract to to learn the lessons that we need to learn for our, our life path? Absolutely. 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, we we don't live in a life of isolation. We're we're always relating to different people, and the relationships that we come across, they're never all. I mean. Rarely are they just random, right? I mean, there are some things that may be kind of random here and there, but the more you pay attention to the type of energies that you constantly bring into your life, then maybe it's like the universe telling you something about yourself, something about them, or how you can be, how, what kind of energy are you to them, and how can you be, you know, helpful to them, or What's that lesson? So that's just a great way to better understand yourself and develop your, 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 your ability to relate to the people that are close to you and how can you attract the type of partner you want to actually share your, your life with, you know, whether it's short-term or long-term. It doesn't matter. If, you know, the relationship sometimes can end for very specific reasons and we tend to think about it in a very um, – realize practical way but if you take a look at what's really underneath it then if you can find closure with that then you're maybe one step partner that you actually aspire to be with wow, wow. yeah yeah and you're absolutely right like yeah. i mean you know all of these all of these um theories align with uh <laughs> with the, with the dating with the dating advice and the relationship advice that we've heard from other coaches and you know and people who right. specialize in all of this stuff so it's it's actually just a it's or not just but it's actually a validation of yeah. um you know of all those theories and strategies it's amazing it's really yeah. amazing yeah and okay yeah oh, go ahead. this is exciting no 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 yeah. that's it <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I, All right. I mean, I can talk for hours <laughs> about this. Well, we'll have to have you back on. We'll have to have you back on. Maybe we can have you on, sure. and, you know, and um, and take calls from callers and see if, you, I don't know, we can answer their questions too. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah, that would be great. For the audience members who are now absolutely dying to get their own reading from you, how can they contact you? Um, well, first, my website definitely can check it out. It's www.myastrologyblueprint.com. Okay, awesome. All right, and then um, on there, there's contact information, um, or they can just email me at mimi m i m i at myastrologyblueprint.com directly. Cool. Yeah, fantastic. And obviously, they can find me on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. All that jazz. Yes, and if you're if you're following our live tweets tonight, um, at Fantasy Daters, there should there should be um, Mimi's handle should be uh, she'll she's included in the tweets. I'm I'm yep. pretty much 100 percent sure of that. So uh, so you can find her that way too, and follow her. You know, and and um, yeah, absolutely. And she can tell you and break you down all <laughs> in your face, oh like she did with oh, me. Be prepared. <laughs> but now you know all these things about yourself. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all my clients have less like happy and energized. So you know, there's no fear oh, yeah. in, in that. <laughs> 
Oh, no, absolutely. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I love, uh, I love this. This I, is awesome. I left my meeting with you like, whoa. Like, I mean, you know, and, yes. and it's sort of, it's really cool too because if you do a reading with Mimi, you can record it and then you can listen to it, mm-hmm. you know, afterwards because obviously we can't remember all the, you know, the, the little bits. And then afterwards, it's like, oh my God, yes, then she said that. And that related to the time when I was a child that I, you know, yes. it's like, it's profound. It's crazy. It's a really wild experience. So definitely, Thank definitely. Thank you. Contact get a reading awesome all right well we're going to thank you so much for joining us we are going thank to, you for um, having me oh, <laughs> you were awesome um, and have a great night thank you you too bye rob thank bye you. baby <laughs> bye bye robbie oh my god all right she was awesome that was awesome that was fantastic see now you know all this stuff about yourself fabulous and now Suze knows so much more about me than she ever did in all of 25 years. In all of 25 that years. That we've known each other worldwide. Wide. And Mimi figured all of that out from a place of birth and the date of birth and time. Isn't that unbelievable? It's, um, it's unbelievable. And I just love that numerology stuff. So seriously, add up your numbers and just check it out because it's really it's fascinating. Um, okay, so we need to issue a dare. We do. Yeah, we do. We don't share the dare for nothing. What? <laughs> that made no sense. <laughs> World Wide Web. Your mission. Should you choose to accept it this week, we dare you to go over and ask somebody their sign. Hey, hey, what's your sign? We and dare you. We double dare you. We double, triple dare you. Triple dog dare you. Now, we know it sounds ridiculous, but... As Rob said earlier, if you don't laugh at that... If, There's something wrong with you. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be a great way to just break the ice. And then you can say, no, no, I was listening to this radio show, and, you know, I heard this astrologer, and or whatever. Or you can say whatever you want to say. You don't have to say that. But the point is, just, just hey, use the pickup line. Where's your sign? We want to hear about it. We dare you. You could be like Christine. Christine went out with her friends, and she took a picture. <laughs> someone take a picture of them she did the dare and she scored a conversation so you could do the same exact thing but use hey what's your sign we dare you and then call us next week because we will be dying to hear about it oh my god okay that's awesome so special thanks to mimi mimi Mimi. uh you can go to her website at myastrologyblueprint.com she was awesome you can also follow her on facebook and on twitter and we are so excited. Next week we're having Trip Advice will be joining us. She is an awesome uh, dating coach who helps guys avoid the friend avoid the friend zone for good and flirt effortlessly. And he's such a trip. And oh my god, <laughs> not. get it, oh, get it, don't get do it. Don't do that next week, please. Don't do that. He's a very cool guy. I was a guest on a different radio show with him once, and the, I mean he's just awesome. Just so cool. So that's that's next week. Same time, same place. If you enjoyed tonight's show, please share it. Share it on Facebook. Tweet it away. uh, Embed it in your blog. Whatever. Just share it, please. We appreciate it. And um, everybody needs to know Tower of Sound. My boy is Daniel Pearson, 
who uh, supplied us with this great theme music. I just I can't speak highly enough about them. Tao of Sound, T A O of Sound. Please follow them on Facebook. Listen to their music. They're on iTunes. These cats are the real deal. They are awesome. You can hear them right now. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Yeah, worldwide. Yeah.